What a time to be alive in the world of Michigan State recruiting. We have Garrick Norman from MSU Basketball, Stanton Rommel from MSU Football, Nick Marsh from MSU Football. Oh my goodness gracious, let's just get to it all. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Family. Friends and the listeners and viewers of Lockdown Spartans, how on earth are we all doing today? If you're a Michigan State fan like I am, odds are you're doing pretty, pretty good here because uh, we're just rolling in the recruits right now, whether it's basketball, whether it's football. Uh, massive, massive string of days here for our Michigan State Spartans. And, well, yeah, we're, we're going to get to it all because that's just what we do here at the Locked On Spartans podcast and YouTube show. Uh, any way you slice it, any way you take in this content, hey, please. Rate, review, subscribe, comment below if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, anything that you want to do to make yourself happy because really that's, that's what it's all about. It's about you guys. So uh, if you don't want to rate, review, eh, don't. Come on. This free country. You can do whatever you please. But uh, hey, strap in for a 30-minute session of some sweet, sweet Michigan State news because I, Tucker killing it on the recruiting trail again. Tom Izzo. God. <laughs> Illing it on the recruiting trail. My goodness gracious, what a class that both of these coaches have for 2023. And I got to say, uh, I, I was a little conflicted on how on earth we were going to start this show today because, okay, like we just said, football on fire, basketball on fire. Who are we going to talk about first? Uh, so I literally just flipped a coin before we started recording here. Uh, heads was basketball, tails was football, heads came up. So let's talk about Gehrig. Norman, the latest commit to Michigan State's already star-studded 2023 class for basketball. Yes, we will get to football in the second segment. And then the third segment, well, we'll do a little bit of everything. But man, oh man, let's start on the hardwood. Uh, just a few days after Garrick Norman steps foot off East Lansing for his official visit with an offer to Michigan State, the fine gentleman... Out of Texas, the six foot six shooting forward out of Texas commits to the green and white. Again, this class is already one of the best in the country. They are now the number four ranked class in the country behind Duke, Kentucky. And uh, yeah, I'll give you a firm handshake if you could just guess the third team at the top of your head. It's Iowa State, of course. Duh, the Cyclones are always in the top five. Uh, but yeah, Michigan State sitting with the number four ranked class in the country now that Garrick Norman has been added to a class that already includes the first commit of the class. Fringe five-star point guard Jeremy Fears absolutely lit it up in the FIBA U-17 World Cup not too long ago. Just signed on to play with Overtime Elite, so he's going to be facing even better competition his senior year before coming to Michigan State. And then you already know who the second guy in this class is, Xavier Booker. A top five kid in the class, according to Rivals.com, the number one kid in the class. And then you add Mr. Garrig Norman to the class right now. And where is he sitting at? All right, he is inside the top 90. He is ranked number 89 per the 24-7 sports composite and rated as the number 17 shooting guard in the country. Now you may have already heard us talk about Garrig Norman. We had Justin Thind on. Over the weekend, after Xavier Booker gave his commitment, Justin Thin let us know that, all right, well, Michigan State is still looking at a few additions. They want to take on four guys for this class. That's why they had Garrick Norman on campus, and then Cohen Carr. More on him later. Let's talk about Garrick Norman. 
Now, it would be incredibly lazy, unimaginative, and honestly, it's, it's one of my biggest pet peeves when you just compare a white player to another white player or another black player to a black... We can't have cross-racial comparisons. It's one of my biggest pet peeves in sports media, so it would be very lazy of me to compare this kid from Texas, who's a six foot six shooting guard, to Matt McQuaid. Well, dang it, here we are. Because <laughs> that's exactly 100% the comparison we are going to make. I sat around for hours just trying to think of another Michigan State player that you can compare Garrick Norman to. I'll be damned. Yeah, Matt McQuaid is just a perfect comparison. So, yeah, I'm doing one of the my least favorite cliches, but it is bang on. I mean, both guys are athletic, six foot six from the Lone Star State. Garrick Norman, known for his shooting, just like Matt McQuaid was. Garrick Norman has an athletic edge to him, just like Matt McQuaid did. If you don't think Matt McQuaid had any athleticism, just ask uh, Javin Delorier how he thought of Matt McQuaid's athleticism right there. But no, he is a great package and also solid defender as well, just like. Our, our old friend Matt McQuaid. So, yes, the comparisons are pretty linear right there. Uh, it, it is something else. If, if there's any difference that I could find while watching the, the highlight tape, it's that this Norman guy, he he plays with a nice edge to him. He, he's a little chirpy, a little arrogant, but I like that because you need to be confident on a basketball court. And also, too, if you're going to talk the talk, you got to back it up. By all accounts... This Garrick Norman fella can back it up. He's an absolutely been blowing up this summer on the AAU circuit. A rivals, uh, you know, Raider, the guy who rates um, all these guys uh, you know, in the high school, in the AAU circuit, teased on the message board that he will be getting a bump the next time they refresh their rankings. So, yeah, uh, any way you slice it, Garrick Norman has had a great summer. And so have we. As Michigan State fans, because this is an awesome addition to a, a, just an incredible class. Cannot wait to have him on campus. Now, where does he fit in with the 2023-24 season? This is also the fun part, too, is that Tom Izzo can just get so imaginative with these lineups. And also, there's some options, too, not just for kids that might or may not commit to this class, but also kids already here that have an additional year they can use after this season, I'm talking Tyson Walker. He can come back. He's got the COVID year. Malik Hall, he, he actually can come back. This is going to sound crazy. He's been in college for 17 years. Joey Hauser can also come back next year, too. I, it sounds ridiculous, but yeah, the COVID year bought everyone one additional year. So let's say that these guys do come back, or let's say they don't. It, it's just fascinating what you can do with Garrick Norman here. And God, you know what? If I can just do it one more time, let's make another comparison to Matt McQuaid because I can see Garrick Norman's freshman year going just like Matt McQuaid's freshman year back in 2016. Of course, that was another absolutely stacked team. But McQuaid still found himself, found himself off the bench roughly 15 minutes per game. I, I can kind of see Garrick Norman doing the same thing, biting off anywhere between 12 to 16 minutes per night in the green and white uniform for what will be a stacked 2023 team. So uh, when he does come in, I imagine it will be a sixth man opportunity. Look, you'll have senior point guard, AJ Hogard uh, at the two. 
You could have Jaden Akins, you could have Tyson Walker, or at the three, you could have Jaden Akins, you could have Malik Hall if he wants to come back. Pierre Brooks, why don't you? Or let's say Pierre Brooks plays at the four. Okay, well, he'll be going head to head with Jackson Colt. Like, Tom Izzo has a full palette of paint to use in 2023, and he is going to paint up a masterpiece for us. But what else? is going on in 2023. You know, I just mentioned that Justin Thin brought up the other day that Michigan State will try to have a four-man class. Well, okay, who, who's going to be that fourth guy? Devin Royal, out of Ohio, is going to be committing on Wednesday. He's down between Alabama, Ohio State, and Michigan State. All signs, unfortunately, are pointing to his hometown Buckeyes right now. Yes, there is maybe a sliver of hope that he sees this mega class being built in East Lansing and wants a piece of that, but I wouldn't hold out too much hope for that. However, there's another gentleman last weekend that visited campus. He goes by the name of Cohen Carr. He is also a shooting forward. He's ranked even higher than Garrick Norman. He's floating around like the 50-60-ish rating, if you will. Out of South Carolina, has a complete mean streak to his game. Love the way he plays. Endless motor. Great drive on defense, can slash to the hoop. So that is the other name that's out there right now. Cohen Carr, just like Eric Norman, showed up on his official visit last weekend without an offer and then flies out of East Lansing while holding that offer. Now, obviously, it's not going to be as quick of a commit as Garrick Norman did because he steps off campus last Saturday, I believe, and, well, commits on a Tuesday, picking Michigan State over Auburn, who just gave him an offer, Texas, Kansas State, Mizzou, and you know who really had a lot of eggs in the Garrick Norman basket? Wisconsin. So yes, you beat a conference foe to win Garrick Norman, and everyone's happy here. I'm happy. I assume the Norman family's happy, and I bet you that Tom Izzo and company uh, is very, very happy. Now, uh, that's, that's not the only gaggle of people in East Lansing thrilled about what's going on in the recruiting trail. We got to talk about football because, whoa boy, it's been a few nice days for them as well. I, I just got to talk to you first about betonline.net. Woo! That's right. Hey, Juan Soto just traded to the Padres. They just shot up to 11 to 1 to win the World Series on Bet Online. Go get yourself a nice wager on Bet Online for anything baseball. Uh, the Tigers, I think they are a zillion to 1 to win the World Series on Bet Online. I. That might be an odd number, but just go double-check for me on betonline.net. You've heard us talk about betonline.net for quite some time if you've been listening or watching this show for a week, a month, or even years. Because BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your sports betting needs. They are the number one online source for odds, lines, and gaming. I care about you. I care about your fun. If you're going to have fun wagering on some sports... We'll do it at the best at betonline.net and find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. That's right, the Wyndham Championships this weekend. Got Cameron Champ at 75 to 1 this morning. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered top to bottom. So head to BetOnline today. Use your mobile device. Learn more about the trends in action. That's at Bet Online, where the game starts. And before starting our chat about Michigan State football recruiting, hey, just want to thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, five days a week. That's right, the old three day a week of June and July. That's out the door with uh, football season starting 
less than a month. Whew, wow, that was crazy to say out loud. Less than a month. Yeah, that's right. We're hitting it five days a week here on the Locked On Spartans podcast and YouTube show. Let's talk about Michigan State football recruiting. And uh, whew, that's a, coming out of my mouth right there is a nice sigh of half relief and then half celebration. If sign out of celebration is a thing. Uh, regardless, you probably have heard the news by now. This broke late on Monday, roughly 10.30 Eastern time, that offensive lineman, more specifically offensive tackle, Stanton Rommel commits to Michigan State. Oh, yeah. This is becoming, with no hyperbole, this is a literal fact, the most talented offensive lineman group in a single recruiting class in Michigan State history. Coach Cap has done a great job. Now, I will stop myself right here because, hey, hand up, hand up. I, I'm guilty as charged. I was starting to get a tad concerned. I was starting to get a little bit worried. Uh, all these great kids that you had on campus in June, you know, Peyton Kirkland, Samson Okunlola, Joe Crocker, Chase Basantis, Sham Umarov, those were all offensive tackles, and they were starting to not pick Michigan State. So I was really starting to get the sweats of like, oh, my God, we're running out of names of guys that visited campus. One of the top names still on the board was Stanton Rommel. And, hey, listen, Tennessee was on him hard. Penn State on him hard. Like, there was a lot of schools going after this top 200 kid in the country. And thank God he picks Michigan State. So now Michigan State's offensive line recruiting class has Stanton Rommel. Okay, highly rated four-star. Another four-star in um, oh my god, I'm sorry, uh, Dillinger, Cole Dillinger, excuse me, uh, four-star, as I'm holding up the number three finger, four-star Clay Whedon, and then three-star Jonathan Slack, that is one hell of a class so far. Now let's start talking about Mr. Rommel individually, why is he rated in the top 200, what makes him so great? A lot, there's a lot, you, you don't just wake up and become a top 200 player overnight, uh, Mr. Rommel stands at six foot seven, three hundred and ten pounds. Like I've said a few times, top two hundred recruit per twenty four seven Sports, and is the number one. Sorry, the number twenty one. The number twenty one ranked offensive tackle in the country. Uh, he's the third highest commit of this class for Michigan State, and the highest ranked offensive lineman ever in the Mel Tucker era. He is the third. Top 200 offensive linemen since 2015. Back in 2015, Keontae Stallworth commits to Michigan State. And then also a few years after, Devontae Dobbs commits to Michigan State as well. So, top 200 kids that are offensive linemen committing to Michigan State, kind of rare. Far and few between. But when you have the recruiting chops that Mel Tucker does, when you have the recruiting chops that Coach Kapilovic does... That is going to be, hopefully, a theme here for the future, and this is the first really big one. I mean, listen, Whedon was massive. Dillinger, massive. Jonathan Slack, also a big one. But, whoo, man, top 200 kids, this is the kind of stuff that takes you over the edge. And also, hey, he's got a great frame. Six foot seven, 310 pounds, six foot ten wingspan. Really has a nice frame that you could build an NFL-type offensive lineman out of. He's athletic. He's got a nasty edge to him. But you know what? If you're someone that likes this sort of stuff, he's also a winner. That's right. He is a winner down at Alabama at Thompson Alabaster High School. He is a back-to-back 7A state champion. Last year, they went 13-1. and And, yeah, when you have Stanton Rommel anchoring your offensive line at left tackle, 
your high school football team is going to be pretty good. So hopefully this means that uh, he'll come and make Michigan State a great college team one day. And really, I have no doubts that he could, especially with the type of coaching, the track record that Coach Cap has. This is going to be a match made in football lineman heaven. So like I said, picks uh, Michigan State over Penn State, over Tennessee, who is a completely unserious program, and then, yeah, just a, a slew of others had some SEC offers. This is great. Uh, the 2023 class right now, as it sits, 13 commits, 10 four-stars. 10 four-stars. Now, for comparison's sake, uh, what were the last four years, the 2017, 2018, 2019, and 2020 class combined? Combined, those four classes I just named had four, no, I'm sorry, nine four-stars. Yes, those four seasons. The last four of the Mark Antonio era had nine total four-stars. How about in early August for the 2023 class, Mel Tucker already has 10 locked up. Of course, far away to go. Signing day is until December. Flips can happen, all that good stuff. But as it stands right now... Michigan State looking really nice on the recruiting trail for 2023 and and 2024. That's right. Had a slight crisis when I saw this because, holy smokes, we're already old enough where 2024 kids are committing. But, yep, Michigan State started their 2024 class with a bang over the weekend. And, and a homegrown talent as well as Nick Marsh out of River Rouge High School over around Detroit commits to Michigan State. He is a 6'3", 195-pound receiver, the number 82 overall ranked commit in the class and number 14 ranked receiver. If anything, I think this kid's ranking will get even higher. Now, hey, you could just take my words as being, oh, you're MSU slappy, you're just saying that because you committed to Michigan State. Or you could just look at the film yourself. This kid in 7-on-7s, in actual games, is just routinely, routinely mossing other college-level defensive backs. He he has it all. He's got the three S's. He's got strength. He's got size. He's got speed. The fact this kid's only going to be a junior next year is, like, I'm, I'm flabbergasted when, when I watch this film because he looks like he's about to be a junior at a Power 5 program in college, not... Uh, high school in you know the greater Detroit area so yeah this is a massive way to start the 2024 class let's just take a peek into the future let's dream close your eyes everyone and I just want you to imagine this Nick Marsh Demetrius Bell Jeremy Bernard Antonio Gates Jr. Keon Coleman those are your five receivers potentially for the 2024 season coming up not you know this fall or next fall but the one after that so Long way to go, of course. This kid will still be heavily recruited as he goes into his junior year and his senior year because, look, he visited Alabama not too long ago. Uh, Notre Dame has been hot on his tail. Michigan, Cincinnati, Jackson State, too. And his recruitment will not slow down any time soon. But, hey, as we have, have been living it, the last few months. It's also very clear that Michigan State won't stop recruiting this kid as well. And yeah, they've been hitting the 2024 trail this weekend. Uh, last weekend was Spartan DogCon, and they had a bunch of former players up there. And it's also a good chance to have some recruits up there. So 
2024, you have five-star defensive tackle David Stone, five-star safety Khalil Bolden, four-star uh, King Joseph Edwards, excuse me, and then four-star cornerback Jalen McClain. I'm missing a few guys here, but yeah, a star-studded 2024 caravan already making its way up to East Lansing. God, this is great. Not only is 2023 going pretty well, but so far, 2024, um, you, you want to kick it off with a good kid. How about a top 100 kid in Nick Marsh right down the road over at River Rouge? So, uh, ba-bang is how we will end that segment right there. Uh, we'll, we'll get to a few mailbag questions in a hot second. But if you're watching YouTube, just got to pay a short bill. If you're listening to the podcast, also got to pay a bill. So let's just get to that right now. It's mailbag time. And, uh, you know, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com is the place to find us. Or... Hit me up on Twitter, Sheehan underscore sports. Also, comment you know below on the YouTube channel. I do read the comments, uh, for better or for worse. But, hey, for the most part, all you guys are awesome. And you guys have some great suggestions, too. Now, this is an odd mailbag question because it wasn't really actually you know asked to me. It's just something that I saw online here nor there. And I want to make it you know very clear that this is a minority of people. And I also want to make it even more clear that I'm not here to shame this minority of people, I think what they're saying has some substance behind it. It's totally understandable why they would bring this up. And we're going to go back to basketball recruiting. We're going to talk about the Xavier Booker commitment. Yes, top flight kid commits to Michigan State. We're celebrating. I'm losing my mind. I pop champagne on the YouTube video. And this is all kind of reminding some people of the Imani Bates saga. Yeah. Top-ranked kid, commits to Michigan State. We are in hysteria. It is hoopla season. He commits in the summer, uh, not even close to National Signing Day, and, well, we all know what happened uh, with the Imani Bates thing. D commits from Michigan State, uh, you know, toys around with going professional, the overtime league, some New Zealand basketball, and then eventually picks Memphis over Michigan State again. So kind of spurning Michigan State twice. So some people, understandably, are like, well, who – you're celebrating now? Who's to say this isn't going to be like Imani Bates? Like, this could very well be a guy that decommits. It's very early in the summer. I, I I want to not be a voice of clarity and reason because if you've listened to this podcast or show, you, I'm not a voice of reason um, all too many times, but I want to try to be one right now. And I, this is a little different than the Imani Bates situation. Uh, Imani Bates committed on ESPN, out of nowhere, and when I say out of nowhere, I mean to the point where Michigan State's staff didn't even know this was going to be happening a few years ago when he committed on ESPN. Uh, okay, juxtapose that with Xavier Booker, let the staff know beforehand, also spoke about the relationships that he's had with Izzo. Izzo being by his side every step of the way, the ups, the downs, the comparisons between you know his family and the Michigan State basketball program family. I think the relationships there really mean something to Xavier Booker. I think the background that he's coming from is a little different than, okay, now we're back to Imani Bates. He goes on ESPN. He commits to Michigan State, and that was a whole marketing play. The whole thing was a marketing play because they were going to open up uh, Yipsy Prep or Bates Fundamentals Prep. I forgot what they named that high school, um, if it's still around. But the, the whole thing on ESPN was, yeah, Okay, you hop on the phone with them. Oh, we're going to commit to a college. Have us on. Oh, you got it, Mr. Future. Kevin Durant. Yeah, coming right up. That's how you get on TV to promote your high school league. I, Yes, I, I was blinded by it. 
I, I, I was a sucker. I, I bought into his commitment completely. But yeah, looking back in the review mirror now, kind of clear that the whole thing was kind of a front to promote their new uh, prep school that was going down in Ypsilanti. So I think that's why the commitments are a little different. And also just, you know, from where Xavier Booker is coming from. Humble backgrounds, you know, military style family. And again, when you cut down your final 10 list and you don't have the schools like Duke... Kentucky or Kansas, all the blue bloods that were way too late to your recruitment because Tom Izzo already planted the seeds of that strong relationship so far ago. That that just shows me how much he actually does value that over, you know, a mega blue blood like a Duke would, for example. So, yes, I, hey, listen, I if you're worried about Xavier Booker decommitting, I get it. We've suffered a lot of heartbreak on the recruiting trail as Michigan State basketball fans, but... I'm feeling pretty good about this, and I don't feel I don't feel good about a lot of things in life. Uh, so, but, so, for for me to say that I really wouldn't worry about Xavier Booker decommitting, like I I, I hope I could bring you some solace there, because uh, hey, I could be a worrywart sometimes, and this is one of the few times where, knock on wood, I mean anything can happen, but like I, I think this is a pretty solid commitment right here for when signing day comes up. I think it's November for basketball, if I'm not mistaken. So, hopefully, we can all take a deep breath right there and uh so one question that we will get to from locked on spartans at gmail.com this is from a gentleman that's actually sent this question in uh a few times and i'm sorry i've never gotten to it he wants me to break down the 2023 football schedule now the reason i've been kicking this uh can down the road here is because there's no big 10 schedule yet for 2023 yes a few years ago they scheduled a ton of games far in the future but ever since covid happened that blew up every future schedule that you'll see online. So right now, officially, on Michigan State's website, is the three non-conference games. So let's talk about those three non-conference games then, shall we? Um, yeah, when the 2023 schedule opens up, we'll 100% get to it. But I was shocked because, you know, I actually forgot uh, who Michigan State was playing in the non-conference until I looked it up. It's Central Michigan at home in week one. Uh, you know, we'll skip to week three. Washington comes to East Lansing in week three. And then week two is what threw me off guard. The Richmond Spiders are coming to East Lansing week two of 2023. And listen, this is, I'm not doing a bit right now. Um, I'm ashamed to admit this. I, 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 I literally did not know Richmond had a football team. So good on them. Um, they will be coming to East Lansing. Uh, to break that down, look, I mean, Jim McElwain's got something good going on at Central Michigan. Now, whether he stays at CMU to 2023. Let's say they have another hot year. Let's say uh, another bigger job than a Mac school opens up. Could he be enticed by that? Maybe. Or is he fine just riding out the rest of his career in Mount Pleasant? I can see it both ways, but I think that's a very fascinating uh, decision for Jim McElwain if this upcoming year goes well for Central. But if he's there, you can count on a solid Mac team coming into East Lansing, kind of like, you know, Western Michigan coming this year. Um, we could talk X's and O's at a way future date. But, yeah, week two, Richmond, look, if that game's within 50 points, and I get we're going to have probably a new quarterback, a lot of new positions there for 2023. If that game's within 50 points at the end of the day, I might start to tug the collar a little bit and wonder if, if everything's going to be okay because Richmond Spider football just seems like a pretty manageable game right there. And then there's the Washington game. And that will be a really fun game. Michael Penix will be out the door. He will no longer be a Husky. Sam Heward, though, 
who was one of the best commits of last year's cycle. He he will probably, most likely, if everything goes according to plan, he will have the keys to that offense, which will have, you know, going into their second year with a new coaching staff, more fine-tuned. So that's going to be an awesome game, week three of 2023. But until then, we have at least 12 games to get through for 2022, and I cannot wait for yeah, at least 12 games, hopefully up to 15 games, if you know you add on the Big Ten Championship, the first college football playoff game, and then the national title game. Hey, talk coming. Let's see if he's got the boys ready, but yeah, any way you slice it, uh, we got some fun games coming up in East Lance, not just this year, but also, you know, the following season as well, so, uh, and hey, you know what? Keep it tuned here if, if anything else breaks the 2023 schedule, or better yet, 2023 recruiting for basketball and or football. We will chat about it here on Lockdown Spartans. Also on tomorrow's show, we got friend of the program. That's right, Brian Lewerke on the show. Uh, we talk about Peyton Thorne, what he likes out of his game, just what it takes to play the quarterback position in college, uh, dealing with uh, critics on Twitter. It's, it's a fun show. We t- uh, chatted yesterday, so that one's locked, loaded, ready to go. Keep it tuned here for more previews for the 2022 season. We'll do more positional breakdowns in the near future. But until then, stay beautiful, enjoy the rest of your week, and go green. Let's go. Let's go.